here is your host, Pastor Obi. Hello, welcome to Sunday service. I'm so, so elated that you are able to join us this evening for service. How have you been? I trust that all is well with you and I trust that things are working out for you. If they are not, hold on. God is working behind the scenes for you and he's going to bring you to an expected end. We're continuing our Psalm 23 series and we're halfway. We've done the first three verses, now we're going to do the last three verses. The first half of this psalm is about David talking about God, sharing the revelation of God that he has. Then the second half, he moves from talking about God instead of speaking about himself. So they're talking about his responses and confidence that he has in God, who is his shepherd. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, I ask that you speak to us. I have no words of mine to speak. That I depend on you. I lean on you. And I trust that you will speak in accents clear and still build faith in us build faith in us encourage us sweet spirit you are the lover of my soul let my listeners experience that ministry after today's teaching in the name of jesus amen verse 4 even though I walk, this is David speaking, through the valley of the shadow of death, he says, I fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. You are the rod, your rod, your staff, they comfort me. I'm going to also split this verse into two because I won't have time to talk about the, the different things in this verse. The verse is power-packed. So we're going to look at walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And I was listening to a couple of weeks ago, I think, or last some months ago, I was listening to this Jewish rabbi, in a renowned rabbi, Rabbi um, Zalman Shalomi. And he's a multilinguist. Of course, he speaks Hebrew, he speaks English. And I think he has a Greek heritage, so he speaks Greek as well. And he said, you know, for a long time, he didn't really understand this verse, that he had to not just go and read it in Aramaic, that he had to get the Vulgate <laughs> translation, which is like the original, original transcript of the Bible. And he read it that he found out that what the King James, English King James translators read in this verse was not entirely accurate. That it is not the valley of the shadow of death, that it is actually the valley of dark shadow. And when you take that into context, it makes a lot of sense. David was not talking about a valley of shadow of death or being afraid of death or any of such things. You know, if you liken it to the sheep, 
where the shepherd is leading them. Paraventure, they maybe they went far away to graze. They're returning home when it is or was dark. And they go through that Negev. Remember a few episodes ago, I showed you videos of the Negev, which is like a mountainous area. And there are some corners, crazies in the journey back that the mountain, the hill, will cast a shadow. This is night. Maybe shadow from the moonlight. And you cannot see anything coming from the other side. Or it could be at a turn. You can't see what is coming from the other end. And that shadow obstructs your view. He said, this is exactly what David was talking about. Second, it is the valley. It says the valley of dark shadows. And that word valley means a lot of things. You know, we associate valley at the periods in your life when you are down. And we associate mountains at the period in your life when things are working, you're elated, you're happy, everything's working fine. Why? You can feel the sunlight on your face. So, the Valley of Dark Shadows is actually speaking about those times in your life that you are depressed. You are down emotionally. Things are not working as they ought to work. Things are not working as you planned them. I mean, there is chaos all around you. Have you ever been in such situation before? I know I have. I have been in such situation. And if um, I cast my mind back now, I can come up with a lot of experiences when I was down and it appeared to me at that moment that I am out. But before I tell you some of those stories, I want us to read this verse 4 in the Passion Translation. It brings it out clearly. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest shadows. Fear will never conquer me because you have already conquered. You already have conquered for me. It says, your authority is my strength and my peace. It says, the comfort of your love takes away my fear and will never be lonely for you are near. So you see what he called it, the valley of deepest darkness. That's exactly what it means. The valley of dark shadows. He's talking about the dark times in our lives. The valley represents the low times in our lives. And like I said, I've been through a lot. When I was six, I died. Growing up, I've had close shapes with death. I remember once I was traveling for my friend's wedding. And um, I was on top speed, and at the particular junction, a trailer, a truck, a HGV, just came out from this side road without looking, 
headed into the motorway and I was coming on top speed. <laughs> I just said, I'm going to hit this guy, I'm going to hit this guy, I'm going to hit this guy. To be honest with you, I don't know what happened. I was ready to hit that guy. But somehow, somehow, I found myself swerving into the center embankment that separated our lane from the other lane. And somehow, I missed hitting that guy. He would have been head-on collision. And I had some friends in the car. And I'm telling this story because at that split second, when I would have hit the car, huh, was a dark moment. And that was not the first time I've been in that kind of situation. It's like the second time, the first time I actually hit the truck. But God saved me. That split second was the line between life and death. But God came true for me, just like David said here. He says, I will not fear, I will never be lonely because you are near. You can see that David had deep insight. He had this knowing and understanding that God is always with him. And that, I believe, is the crux of majority of this Psalm 23. It is the knowledge understanding that you are not alone. It is the knowledge, understanding that God is with you. Knowing that God is with you always changes the equation. Changes it. It, it, it gives you an unusual courage, faith, confidence, in whatever you are doing because you just know that you know that you are not alone. And a lot of believers know this for a fact. Yeah, the Bible says God is omnipresent. He's always around. But do you know it in reality? Or let me put it this way. Are you conscious of the fact that you are not alone? Are you constantly aware that God is with you. Is that consciousness that I want you to awaken in you? While I was in the university, two times I encountered cultists. Two times. In one of those occasions, I was with my friends. We went to read. We're going back back to our our rooms at around around 3 a.m. in the morning. There was a long line of boys, a cult group. They obviously went for their initiation ceremony and they were coming back. And we are headed to the same compound. You see a long line of boys all clad in black. <laughs> and of course, if you've heard about initiation, you know that they do a lot of things there. They get high, they drink, they're no longer in their senses because they activate devils and demons that possess them. And if you meet them at that kind of state, they can do anything because they're not with their senses. So, 
the lady friend I was with was so scared. She was like, let's turn back, let's turn back. I said, no. <laughs> that was like a valley of the shadow of death experience. The difference now is that I could see the danger. But it was dark. You can't cry for help because nobody will come to help you that late. Because everybody that is sensible, that is sane, is sleeping. I said, no. Let's keep going. I'm not saying this praising my courage. No. But I don't know what it is and I cannot explain it. Please don't ask me to explain it. But at that time, I have come to a place in my life that fear didn't exist. Or maybe because I was young. I don't know what it is. Don't ask me to explain. But I could sense, going back through this psalm, <laughs> that this is exactly the confidence that David had in God, knowing that he's not alone. But let me say this as an aside. Maybe it's part of it. I'm from Africa, and we name our kids names that have meaning. My name, first name is Chukudum. That means God leads me. And I have a deep revelation of that name. I just believe and I just know that God leads me. I just know that God is always around me. I just know that God is watching out for me. I just have that deep revelation. Maybe my confidence comes from that. It is definitely not confidence in myself because I can't fight, I can't do anything. It is confidence, just like David. It is confidence in God. So I thought, I know, let's go. And we marched boldly. Marched boldly. I was not afraid. I can't explain it. So they saw that I was coming, that I was not relenting, that I was not backing down, that I was not reversing. I think one of their bosses or whoever gave an instruction. Hey, stop! Order you must forgive ebook right now on Amazon for Kindle, Apple Books and PastorRoby.com. The paperback book is available on Amazon. You can listen to the audiobook on Audible and PastorRoby.com. Pastor Obi will love to hear from you. Subscribe to his blog at www.pastorobi.com. Search for Pastor C. Obi on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Oh,